Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom All right, so welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom, and I am always bringing you guys new information. What is going on in the lending world, the real estate community? What do we have going on this week? Uh, what are some of the upcoming topics, things to be you know, looking out for? So today we are going to start talking about many, many lenders who are out there promising to give you a free refinance once interest rates drop if you purchase now while interest rates are still high. So they're, you know, trying to get you to do business with them in hopes that, you know, you're going to close the deal now, not wait, get things moving, and then they're going to refinance you at no fee down the road once those interest rates are better. So we are going to talk about that today. How does it work? What are the fees to do a refinance? How could they be offering this to you for free? And what are the best options in choosing a lender today and then choosing a lender when you do go to refinance down the road? So I want to remind everybody that this is open conversation. This is an interactive show. I do want you guys to reach out. Let me know that you're here. Say hi if you're um, if you're watching the show today. And if you have questions, please put those into the feed. I will read them out loud and I will answer them for you. I can see that my biggest fan, my dad is here. So thanks dad so much for joining. Sure do appreciate it. And I want to remind everybody as well who is listening to the show on Go Country 105 in Los Angeles on Saturday morning that if you want to do this show with me live, you want to see me do it in the studio and you want to ask those questions while we're filming, you need to know when I go live. So how do you know? Well, you get a text message. So you're going to text the word mom, M-O-M, no quotations, no opt-in, nothing. Just the word mom, M-O-M, spelled the same forward and back. Just don't turn it upside down. It's not wow. Um, you're going to text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Now, again, that's also the same telephone number to call my office. So if you are having any questions whatsoever about lending or real estate, we are here to help you, to educate you, to guide you, and to get you started with the process. So we uh, we do want you to call. We want you to talk to us. We want you to let us help you get things started, whether you need to refinance, whether you want to purchase your first home, whether you want to purchase your last home, whether or not you need a home equity line of credit, a reverse mortgage, whatever it is that you need, we are here to help you. And I want to remind 
remind everybody that we are licensed in numerous states. So I do have a lot of people that are watching on YouTube that are not from California or from Arizona or from the West Coast. Uh, you guys are watching all over the country, listening to the podcast, and the podcast is on Apple and Google Play and all those places. So we are licensed in numerous states. So if you are looking for help, we give the information for free. We are freely educating you guys. Reach out and talk to us. And if we can help you in the state that you are in, we would love to do so. I can also see that Carrie jumps on. So Carrie, thanks so much for joining. Sure do appreciate it. Now, a couple of other things that happened today, obviously, the Fed did their big announcement. Are they going to increase rates? And bump for the second time in a row now, they are holding rates steady. Now, I did actually watch the press conference uh, with uh, Fed Chairman Powell and him talking, and it sounds like it is still very much up in the air. Two Fed meetings ago, he did come out and say that they were going to raise those interest rates one more time before the end of this year, uh, but the last two meetings, he has held them steady. Next meeting will not be until the middle of December, so let's see if he if they you know, follow through and they do do one more rate hike or maybe hopefully, fingers crossed, we are done and we are not going to see those rates move any further. But as of today, everything is status quo. I could absolutely read to you guys his press release, which if we have time at the end of the show, I will do because I think it's great to keep you guys in the know. But the basic, uh, you know, the basic release was exactly the same thing that we've been hearing. Employment is resilient. Economy is resilient. Uh, uh, inflation's coming down. We're not quite at the levels that they're hoping for yet. So they're going to remain uh, keeping interest rates higher than, you know, higher than what we all want to see uh, until we see that inflation getting back down to that 2% level, which is their target. So that is all of that in a nutshell. But as of right now, things are holding steady for the next six weeks. We're not going to see a whole bunch of rate movement. We're not going to see interest rates go up, interest rates go down. Um, they're going to stay pretty stable. Now, obviously interest rates move around on a daily basis. I've mentioned this before and I'll quick touch on it really quick and then we're going to get back to this whole refinance, you know, purchase now at a higher rate. We'll give you a free refi later. So I definitely want to hit on that topic today. Uh, but interest rates truly are not 100% tied to the Federal Reserve prime rate, not mortgage rates anyway. And so, you know, those will move with the markets just like stocks and bonds do. Uh, they're going to move with the treasuries and with the mortgage-backed securities and who's buying them and who's off-selling them and, you know, where are investors putting their money. And that is actually what moves our mortgage rates. So obviously our interest rates and our rate sheets change every single day. But for the most part, we should be staying within a general area of interest rate at least until the next Fed meeting. So um, very good announcement today. Happy to see things holding steady, hoping that things continue to improve and that we are possibly done. Done, done, done. So everybody stay tuned. Get your questions ready for me. We are going to jump into the whole buy now, refi later. We're going to do it for you for free. Why are lenders saying that? How does it work? What are the best ways to move forward as far as purchasing something now or doing a refinance now and then getting a better interest rate down the road? So don't go anywhere. We're going to run a super quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Are you a homeowner and you're equity rich, you're cash poor, and you're deep in debt? Well, follow along. You guys have to like my channel. I'm going to talk all about 
home equity loans this month and home equity lines of credit. Who are they good for? What are they good for? Why are they good? Let's talk. Follow my page, Equity Rich, Cash Poor, and Deep in Debt. Follow along. I'm Debbie Marcoux. This is Mortgage Mom Radio. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And so today we are going to be talking about lenders offering you guys a free refinance if you do your loan with them right now today with interest rates being higher they're offering to do a free refinance for you later down the road in hopes that they are going to earn your business today so we're going to talk a little bit about it what actually brought this to my attention and i love it when the girls all pop in so uh, heather actually sent me this article uh, because we're all reading these articles every day and we're keeping up on the market and what's going on out there and what's hot in the lending world and so you know we've been seeing this over and over again on social media and lenders promoting it and then all of a sudden there was an article that came out from entrepreneur magazine and she sent it to me and I thought you know what this is an absolutely perfect topic to talk about because it's something that we all discuss within you know our walls on a daily basis so why not bring it to you guys get you guys that information so there is an article and I'm going to kind of read through it because it's going to help guide me through what I need you guys to know. It was a great article. Again, it came out of Entrepreneur Magazine. You guys can see it online as well. It was actually sent to Heather through Apple News. So some of you may have already seen it. It was written, it was written by Madeline Garfinkel and it was actually sent out yesterday. So it was published yesterday. Um, and what it does say is some lenders are offering buy now, refinance later at no cost deals. But is there a catch? Soaring mortgage rates have priced buyers out of the market, but some experts are saying to buy now and refinance later. Is it really that easy? Here's what to know. So I just thought this was great. I thought it was good information and we're gonna walk through each of her paragraphs and I'm gonna explain a little bit further in detail what she's talking about. Um, so it says, mortgage rates have soared over the past year and now stand at 7.79% for a 30 year fixed rate mortgage per Freddie Mac, which that is about the average interest rate currently on a 30-year fix. Now, again, we've talked about interest rates numerous times on this show. The kind of loan that you get, the amount of money that you have in down payment, or the amount of equity that you have in your home for a refinance, your credit score, all of these things are going to go into the type of property that you have, are going to go into what kind of interest rate are you going to get. But on average today, a 30-year fixed rate for a conventional loan is 7.79%. Amid the skyrocketing rates, many would-be buyers have been priced out, and the housing market has experienced a decline from the competitive market seen for much of 21 and 22. Now, lenders have a proposition for those deterred by the nearly 8% rates. Buy the house now and refinance later at no cost. Typically, under a buy now, refinance later, at no cost deal, buyers are given the option to refinance their mortgage if rates decrease without bearing a significant portion of the closing costs, which were an average of $2,375, so $2,375 in 2021, according to Closing Corp. 
per, per the Wall Street Journal. Now, I could tell you guys that doing a refinance when they're talking about cost, one thing that I do want to break down about that to make sure that you're all in the know and understanding is that refinance cost is the one-time cost incurred to do the loan. So the lender underwriting, appraisal, uh, processing fees, those one-time fees, they're not accounting for if you impound your property taxes and insurance, having to collect those escrow payments up front. They're not accounting for the interest that's collected at the time of closing to get you through you know, that, that month that you're in before you skip your payment. So there are fees that are recurring closing costs that are not talked about in this 2375. So in reality, an actual refinance will typically run you somewhere, depending on your loan size, your property value, your property tax bill, your homeowner's insurance bill, will run you somewhere in the range of four to $6,000 if you're not paying any kind of discount points or trying to buy that interest rate down. So just keep that in mind as we're talking this number. You might think, well, gosh, you know, I did a refinance and it cost me $6,000. But if you go back and you look at the actual one-time cost versus those recurring costs, you always have your property taxes, you're a homeowner, you always have your homeowner's insurance, you're a homeowner, and those things have to be collected at the end of a loan so that we can get things uh, you know, set up for you in your escrow and your impound account for the new loan. So touching on that, let's keep going. It says typically under a buy now, let's see, we did that part, sorry. Uh, the specifics of the deal vary as some lenders with the buy now refinance later option cover all closing costs, while others may only waive their fees or roll the costs into the loan. So let's talk about that a little bit. So we just talked about what our fees to do the loan one time refinance costs would be an appraisal fee, an underwriting fee, a processing fee, a doc drawing fee the escrow fee, the title fee, right? These are one-time costs to do the refinance. Then you have your recurring costs, right? So what they're saying is that some of these lenders are stating that they are going to cover all closing costs. Others are saying that they're only going to waive their fees, right? So the biggest question is number one is, you know, at the time that you're going back to do the refinance, is that lender that you're going back to because they promised you the free refinance, do they have the best interest rates out there? And so we're going to get a, get get back to that towards the end of this article. Uh, but it's really hard to say. They could tell you, I'm going to cover all your closing costs. I'm going to pay every single dollar. Work with me now. Work with me today. And then when interest rates come down, I'm going to cover it all for you. Just come back. I'll get you taken care of. I'll get you handled. But what does that really mean? You don't know what their interest rate is versus somebody else's re, you know, interest rate at that time. Are they the most competitive lender? Are they giving you a higher interest rate so that they can get a rebate to pay the closing costs. Let me just tell you that closing costs do not go away. They are never free. There is not a single title insurance company that is not going to charge for the insurance policy that they give you on, on your property. There is not a single appraiser that is gonna do an appraisal for free. They're not gonna go out to the home and appraise the property and not charge a bill. There's nobody going to do anything for free. So those fees are still there. 
how does a lender pay those fees if they're not going to charge you a dime? So they're either one, like this article says, going to roll those fees into the loan. So now your loan balance, maybe you're not paying it, cha-ching out of pocket, but your loan balance is going to increase because those fees need paid. So that's not really a free refinance. Or number two, they're going to give you a higher interest rate than maybe the very, very lowest interest rate that's available out there in the market so that they can get a rebate in order to pay those costs on your behalf. So is it ever truly free? No, it's not. Okay, so let's keep going. Um, while the offer may seem enticing, there are caveats. Nothing is free. Bradley Hilton, a financial partner in Atlanta, told the WSJ. For example, some of the offers possess time restraints and short expiration dates, resulting in no real savings as failing to re refinance within the time frame means missing out on the deal and potentially incurring full closing costs out of pocket. So if you have a lender that is saying, hey, we're willing, we're going to do your loan today. If you come to me, if you give me your business, I'm going to do a free refinance for you as long as you complete that refinance within the next six months, within the next 12 months, within the next 18 months. But how do we truly know? I said at the beginning of the show that the Federal Reserve came out and they said they're leaving things unchanged. They're not going to increase the interest rates, but that they do believe that they're going to have to keep interest rates high for a substantial amount of time in order to get our inflation under control. Well, what is a substantial amount of time? I would love to see interest rates start coming down soon. I would love to see that by third quarter of next year, 2024, that we're all on the path to a much better interest rates, you know, being able to get things refinanced, being able to buy homes, you know, for better monthly payments. But is that what's going to happen? Nobody truly knows what a substantial amount of time means. So if you don't refinance within the amount of time that they're allocating to you to get that free refinance because interest rates have not come down, then you're losing out on that opportunity. And you may have agreed to use them for your purchase or for your refinance today, thinking that this was going to be a better deal by grouping them together, the two deals all in one, when in reality, you could have probably searched a little bit further and gotten a little bit better interest rate, maybe with another lender who wasn't offering you the package deal. So keep that in mind if that is something that you hear. Investopedia notes also if the lender's credits expire after a year or two, they may lose their value if rates don't decrease within that period, making refinancing unfeasible. So exactly what I just said. Uh, Michael Manriquez did jump on. He says, hello, everyone. And Heather did jump on and says, hi, everyone. And I do want to remind everybody that this is interactive. So if you're watching, if you have questions, please feel free to put your questions into the feed. I will read them out loud and I will answer them for you. And even if you have a question that has nothing to do with today's topic, ask away. That's okay. It's an interactive show and I want to bring everybody who is listening the information that they need. And the very best shows that I have are when you guys get interactive and you ask me questions because those are probably the same questions that many, many listeners have. And I'm making sure that I'm getting that information out there. So please feel free to do so. All right, here we go. Gonna keep going. 
All right, so instead of taking a refinance free deal now, opting for the lowest mortgage rate available without strings attached, and later searching for the most competitive refinancing deal may actually yield more savings down the line. Bank rate analyst Ted Rossman told the WSJ. Plus, a buy now, refinance later deal doesn't necessarily mean a buyer will be eligible to cash in on the offer by the time they're ready to refinance. If credit deteriorates or the property's value significantly drops, one may not be able to refinance later as they hoped. Lori Goodman, a fellow at the Think Tank Urban Institute, told WSJ. So let's talk about that a little bit too. And I've mentioned this, we've talked about it in the show numerous times. I've told you guys to make sure that when you're buying something, that you are buying something that you can afford, that you are getting into a monthly situation that is something that you can carry for the long term. When interest rates do drop, obviously we want to get you a better deal. We want to get you a lower monthly payment. We want to increase your cash flow. That is the name of the game. But at the end of the day, the most important thing that you can do is to get into something that you can afford, assuming that it can't change, it won't change, and that you are stuck with it. And is that a payment that you can make sure that you can handle? That is the most important thing and why. So they mentioned it in that paragraph, and we're going to talk about it again because I've talked about it before, but I want to drive this home. If property values drop and you purchase the home with 5% down, 10% down, 15% down, and property values drop by 10%, let's say, not an unnormal fluctuation in the market. Property values go up, property values come down, property values go back up. They usually go up higher than where they left off the time before. But if they drop, let's say by 10%, and you put down 5 or 10% on that home, you won't have the equity that is needed to be able to do the refinance, which means that even though interest rates have dropped, you won't be able to do a refinance. You will be stuck in the monthly payment that you have. Now, we got really lucky during the great recession that we had in 08. The government came out in 09 and they introduced a program called HARP. HARP was a refinance where we could take somebody who was upside down in their value. We didn't care what the value was. We didn't care how much that they owed on the property. It was a government program that came out that allowed us to refinance the loan, drop the interest rate, and get that buyer into better terms. But we all have to sit and wait and hope that a program like that gets reintroduced into the market. It is not here right now. It is not here currently. So we can't count on or depend on something that doesn't exist. So if the property value drops and by 10%, let's say, uh, as a, you know, as a, a scenario to, to debate, and you put down 0%, 5%, 10%, you won't have the equity that's required to be able to complete that refinance. So please don't purchase something today with the expectation that, yeah, it's too much for me, 
but I'm going to refinance it later when things interest rates drop. We, we don't want that. We want you to say, yeah, I don't like the payment, but I can afford it and I can afford it for a long time. And if I can't ever change it, that's okay. I love this house. This is where I want to be. And then obviously when interest rates come down, we can get better. So that is something very important. Um, Heather said, would you recommend buying down your rate now when you buy? Is it worth it? Or should you wait to refinance? Heather, it's a great question. So I don't know if I was buying a home right now in today's market knowing that we are eventually going to see uh, lower interest rates probably a year out or so, hopefully. Again, nobody has that crystal ball. I don't know that I would invest in the buy down of the points right now at this point. However, if it does make a big difference in the cash flow and what you can afford, then it is something definitely to consider. If it is something that you can get the seller to pay, out of their pocket, out of their cash proceeds, you can negotiate with that seller for some credits towards closing, then that could absolutely bring that interest rate down to make that payment more affordable for now. It wasn't cash out of your own pocket that if you refinance in a couple of years that you've just lost, you threw it away. Um, so, you know, buying points is great sometimes, but we've got to look at the general picture of each individual situation to make sure that it makes sense for that person. But great question, and I hope I answered it good for you guys. Um, all right, so we're going to keep going. Now I'm going to finish the show at 30 minutes, but I'm not going anywhere. So I don't want anybody to leave. For those of you that are on Go Country that are listening on Saturday morning by radio, if you want to finish the show, you got to head over to my YouTube channel to see how the show ends and how the information ends. But for all of you that are here with me right now doing this live, I'm just going to do a super quick closing at the 30 minute mark, and then we're going to keep going with the show. Um, so I can see that uh, it looks like uh, M Emmys got on and said, hi, Debbie. Nice to know. Thank you. I think I should hold off on a buying a house for now. So Emmy, that's truly up to you. It is up to your finances. It is up to what the monthly payment will be, whether you're comfortable, whether you can afford it. Each individual person is absolutely a different story and each of you have to make that decision personally. So if that's the decision that you feel is the right decision for you, then that's the right decision for me. Um, but if you want to explore further and you want to know what do you qualify for, what would that monthly payment be, can and then you can determine if you can afford it, then that is what we are here for is to help educate you, to help you make those decisions. And how do you get a hold of us? Well, you can go to the website, go to mortgagemomradio.com. You can call our office, 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D. And the number four, you can send me an email. You guys can contact us in any way that you want, but we are here to help you, to educate you so that you can make those decisions based on is now the time for you or is not, you know, it now is not the time for you. 
Um, so where are we at? Let's see. We got four minutes left. So we, I am going to tie up this show for right now for go country one Oh five and hope that you guys on radio tune into the show right here on YouTube next Wednesday at one o'clock and do it live with us and ask your questions. I hope you guys all have a fabulous rest of your week. Thank you so much and talk to y'all real soon. Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona 0941504, Florida L076508, Georgia 69178, Idaho MLO 20802372926, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington MLO 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom Okay, so welcome back. Thank you so much for everybody who's here and you guys didn't jump off and leave the show. I just have to be able to close it up for the 30-minute show on radio on Saturdays. Remember that I take this show, you guys see me do it live. I literally take the sound and send it to radio so that they can hear the show at a later date. So I go on on Wednesday and they're listening on Saturday in Los Angeles, which is awesome. Um, Heather's next question comes in and it says, do you think if... I wait to buy a home until the rates do come down that prices may go up when the rates come down. I'm hearing once the rates start coming down that prices will go up due to low inventory. So I have, we've talked about this on the show before, and I do believe that at the point that interest rates do start to come down to a point that does make home buying way more affordable, that we are going to see all of the people that have been waiting, like Emmy, uh, jump on the bandwagon and try to get out there and to start buying homes. Now, what our inventory levels will be at that point who's to say if the inventory levels remain where they are right now where there are nowhere near enough homes for sale then it is going to turn into utter chaos like it was in 2020 and 2021 uh, definitely if you can afford a monthly payment right now then right now would be a great time to buy because the competition is far less than what I am going to assume we are going to see in the future as those interest rates do come down. So I hope that answered the question. Um, I think that if you can't afford to purchase, then you have no business purchasing. So I think it's important for people to hear me say that as well. We want everybody who does buy a home, who signs on the dotted line, and who agrees to make and repay a monthly payment can afford to do so. That's very, very important uh, that you can do that. Um, but if you can afford it and the monthly payment right now is within your monthly, you know, expense ratio, then I think that right now is a fabulous time to buy. I really do much less competition, a lot easier to negotiate. We just had a, a purchase that went into escrow this morning where the buyer was able to negotiate with the seller to get a $25,000 credit 
towards their closing costs. That allows me to help buy their interest rate down a bit and then also cover some of the remaining closing costs that are necessary to be paid with a purchase. We would have never seen a credit like that happen back in 2020, 2021. People were not only overpaying for the home, they were getting no credits for the property um, towards closing costs. They weren't even getting, weren't even allowed to get an appraisal to make sure that the home was worth, you know, what they were willing to purchase it for. So they had no contingencies there. There were no home, you know, uh, uh, home home uh, inspection contingencies. I mean, it was just an absolute mess. And if inventories remain where they are and interest rates drop, it is going to be right back to where we were at that time. Now, if interest rates drop and inventory levels pick up, I still think we're going to be very, very busy, but I don't know if it'll be as crazy as it was in 2020, 2021. But with all of it, whether it's busy or it's crazy, right now is a fabulous time to negotiate with a seller. So I do think that now is a great time if it is affordable for the family. Okay, so let's get back to this article and I love the questions, so keep them coming. So it says some lenders may also use unclear terms in the agreement that could result in hidden fees or costs rolled into the loan, impacting long-term interest payments, Business Insider reported. So you've got all these different people that are saying like, this is just not a good thing. Don't pick the lender that is offering you the package deal for later based on that package deal. Shop for the right lender, work with who you're comfortable with, work, get the deal that you're looking for. And when it is the right time for you to refinance down the road, that is when you start your search again. You start looking at who's got the best rates now, who's got the best deal right now, who's got the best closing costs right now. Do your research and pick based on now and today's scenario. As I mentioned earlier, if property values were to drop, you might not have that opportunity to refinance. But what are some of the other things that could happen? Even if they were offering you a free refinance later, you still have to qualify for that refinance. So what if something happens between now and then? You bought the home, a pipe breaks, you have to open a new credit card so that you can pay for the plumber to come out and repipe the house. Things like this do happen. It, it It's something life happens, right? Things can change in a blink of an eye. Something you could have never foreseen could come up as an expense that you didn't expect to happen. Somebody could end up in the hospital. Somebody could end up sick. It could be an expense that you can't afford, you weren't planning for, you didn't prepare for, and now all of a sudden your credit scores dropped. You've got higher debt balances. Maybe you missed a payment. If you can't credit qualify for the refinance, you can't get the refinance. Just because it's a free refinance doesn't mean that you don't have to qualify for it. So getting something today, working with a lender that maybe has a little higher interest rate but they're giving you the package deal is not necessarily the package deal that you want to take. So just do your very best, do your homework, research for the lender you want to work with. Who do you feel is honest? Who, what relationship do you like working with? Who's giving you the information that you need throughout the process? Who's got the best interest rate? Are they competitive? And don't worry about later. Make sure that you're qualifying for what you can afford. You're buying what you can afford. You're anticipating making that payment for the rest of the time that you stay 
stay in that property. And then again, if interest rates drop, which they will eventually, but nobody has a clock, nobody can say when, but when they do, then we can go ahead and we can rock and roll like rock stars and get you guys a better interest rate and a better monthly payment, freeing up some more of the cash flow. So I can keep going into this. Um, you guys get the idea. I believe you, you understand where I'm going. Uh, Michael says, I have my property taxes included in my monthly payment, which works for me. And Michael, that a lot of people do. And I think it's a fabulous way to go. Nobody likes to get surprised uh, with that you know, tax bill that comes out. Some states, some counties are twice a year. Some are three, four times a year and some are once a year. But either way, you get this bill in the mail and all of a sudden you need to make the payment and you've got to write a big chunk of money out and send it off. That's not fun. When it's included in the monthly payment, it's part of your, uh, you know, it's part of that balance that you have budgeted for. It's sure nice that you make the payment every month and when the bill is due, the mortgage company makes that property tax payment for you. Many people will also include their homeowner's insurance policy for their fire insurance. And that is helpful too. That policies do once a year. So when that bill comes in the mail, they don't even have to worry about it. It just gets paid by the mortgage lender. Um, Michael says, other people I spoke to don't like that idea. Do you know why? So... I think that there's a thought process out there, to be honest with you, about that, where in their mind, they feel that the bank is taking a monthly payment from them. So you make your monthly payment, your property taxes are, let's call it $500 a month, and that the bank is taking that $500 a month and that they're putting it into an account on the side for you, but that they're somehow making money on that $500 that you're putting in there. Next month, you have $1,000 in there. The next month, you have $1,500 in there. In their mind, I think that they believe that the bank is making interest or investing it or somehow making money on their money. And so that bothers them where they feel like if they were in control of their money, they could be investing their money. They could be making that kind of interest on their money. And so they think that it's a bad idea. With escrows, escrow accounts or impound accounts, and they're called, it's, it's interchangeable, one and the same thing. A bank is not allowed to put your money into an interest-bearing account. It is literally an escrow account. It is a separate account that is set up for your loan, your loan number for you, and the money goes in there and it just sits and it doesn't earn interest and it's not making the bank any money to keep that money for you. It's truly just making your life easier. So the, the best choice is to choose the one that works best for you. Are you a commissioned employee where you get big commissions once a month or you get big commissions quarterly or you get a bonus annually? And for you, it makes it easier to make the money, the monthly payment, the principal and interest. And then when you get that big bonus, you like to pay out the bigger bills, you pay out your property taxes, you pay out your homeowner's insurance. And that's okay. That definitely works for some borrowers. But if you're a salaried borrower, if you're an hourly borrower, you're not getting any kind of commissions. You're 
you're not getting any kind of bonuses, your income is pretty stable on a month to month basis, then it's absolutely not fun to get these property taxes in the mail and to have to write a big chunk of money, write that big check and get it off in the mailbox. So it depends on you. It depends on what you like. It depends on each individual person. I personally like it to be impounded. I think it's much, much easier when you make that payment every month, you know that you've covered your entire house bill, your principal, your interest, your taxes, your insurance. And when those bills come due, you have nothing to worry about later. So that would be actually probably the best explanation as to why some people think that it's bad to do it that way. Um, but it's just a misunderstanding. And um, maybe maybe way back in the day, uh, the banks maybe could gamble a little bit with that money. But with all of the rules and financing and CFPB and restrictions that have come out, you know, that is not something that banks are allowed to do. So they're not making money on your money. Um, you know, they're just holding it for you. So I hope that that answers your question, Michael. And again, I want to remind everybody, if you have any further questions for me, I'm more than happy to answer them for you. And Michael's question had nothing to do uh, with today's topic. Heather's question had nothing to do with today's topic, really. If you guys have questions, please put them into the feed. Happy to answer them for you. And if I don't see any questions when I come back from break, we're going to shut the show down. So I'm going to take two minutes. We're going to run a commercial and I'll be right back. Who can benefit from a home equity loan? Okay, well, let's talk about this. Who are you? Who are the people that are going to benefit? All right. Are you a homeowner? Number one, check mark. Do you have equity in your property? Chances are you probably do. Many people have seen appreciation that has been uncomparable to previous years and times and decades. So many, many homeowners are sitting on a lot of equity at the moment. Now, do you have debt? Do you have debt that you need to pay off, but you're cash poor? You don't have the cash to get rid of those credit cards, those student loans, those car payments, anything that you might be in debt over, personal loans. If you have that debt and you need to try to figure out how to get it paid off and you've got that equity in your home, you would be a perfect candidate to be looking into home equity loans. Home equity loans, when blended with your current first mortgage low interest rate that nobody wants to touch, are a great option. So what do you do? Call my office. Let's talk about it. Let's figure out what your best rate is and if it makes sense for this to be something that could get you out of debt and feeling better and getting those monthly payments and that monthly cash flow in place. Give us a call. It's MortgageMomRadio.com. Okay, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And uh, during the break, Michael did get on and said, thanks, Debbie, for explaining that. And Michael, you are so very welcome. I am happy to help in any way that I can. I can see that my questions are done for the day. Nobody has jumped in and asked more questions. So we are going to call it. That is it. That is Mortgage Mom Radio for this week. We will be back next week. Now, one thing I do want to say is I believe it was Michael and he had popped into a show a couple of weeks ago and he wanted me to do a show on Liz Pendens. So I don't know if I can do an entire 30 minutes on that subject or that category, but I will definitely bring it up next week. I will explain what it is and how it works because Michael, I think that's a great topic. And for any of my uh, watchers or listeners that are out there, if you guys have a topic that you'd like to hear me talk about, 
go to my website, go to mortgagemomradio.com, click on the contact us button. It will send me an email and let me know if there's a certain topic that you'd like for me to maybe um, talk about or explain further in detail or make sure that, you know, it's, it's an something that you all want to know about that you need a better understanding. So with that, I hope that you guys all have a fabulous rest of your week and I'll be back again right here on Wednesday, 1 p.m. Talk to y'all real soon. Bye-bye. Debbie Marku is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can Pick up the phone and call mom.